Greetings. Welcome to Cosmic Cooking. Space Court Confessionals. No one hit the space line, you guys. No one. What? I'm optimistic that there will be a day when I come back to this exact recording and, and remember that time when there was no space court callers. Yeah. There will be space court callers. I can feel it. I can feel it in my body. So hit the space line. If you also feel it in your body, 707-780-2266. It's full moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. April two thousand twenty one. The moon is in its full phase. We invite you to join us as two bitches explore their lives in space here on planet Earth in connection to the cosmos. Respect yourself. Space (laughs) (laughs) court. On that note, I was going to roll into our theme of this call. This is what I propose. Tell your story Mm -hmm. over the past two weeks. Because we're coming into full moon. So from new moon to full moon, you had two weeks. Where did you respect another relationship? Like, where did you bring that honesty? Cool. I had a really, I won't go into detail because this is kind of personal, but, and, you know, there's another party involved. The more personal, the better, but go ahead. (laughs) Cool. You do that. Love you. Um, So I, (laughs) you know, a really open and honest conversation with my boyfriend that was... I wouldn't say it was difficult to have. I think I find it really comforting when we talk about our relationship, but it does get into some territory of like, are you going to be mad or am I going to be mad? Or like, what are we talking about? Are we going to get defensive? Defensiveness is the biggest one usually. Are we going we have to an be example? Able to We would like to introduce a bitch that values honesty above all things. Julie. In Western astrology, she's identified as Leo Sun. Scorpio moon. Sagittarius rising. For example, he will wash his face like he's in a Neutrogena commercial sometimes. He (laughs) wets his beard in the morning so he can comb through it so it doesn't like snag because it's dry. And when he does this, he gets water all over my sink. And like I said, just an example. Like, so if I tell him this, like, hey, it really bothers me when you feel the need to get water all over my sink for the sake of splashing your face really harshly with like, I don't know, a whole bucket of water, you know? (laughs) And he could either be like, Hey, you know what? I understand where you're coming from. That can be annoying because you have to clean it up. So I'm going to try to either not do that or just clean it up after I'm done doing that. Or he could be like, Mm -hmm. well, I have to do that because I have to get my beard wet and that's just how I wash my face. So get over it, you know? 
So it could go, it could go multiple ways. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's not the situation, obviously, because that's really easy to talk about. <laughs> Just, you know, expand that to like personal interrelationship with your partner kind of talks, you know, really open, really honest. He told me some things that I do that bother him which was, I thought was a really great opportunity to see where I was wrong and to try to correct that and see things from his point of view. So I thought that that was really cool. But then at some point, you know, I did get defensive about some stuff. And and this is the second time I've spilled my water, like excessive amounts of water. I have like a massive 54, no, 40, 40 ounce hydro flask, a bright, bright pink. This shit has spilt on me while I was driving here, and now it just spilt again. Oh, I'm so sorry. I guess, I mean, no need to apologize, bitch. I think it just means the cup overfloweth, you know? Like, that's what's happening right now. We would like to introduce a bitch that is deeply obsessed with water. Rachel. In Western astrology, she's identified as Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. I'm in the riches and I kind of can't handle it. (laughs) It goes back to me having shame around being joyful, you know? I'm just like in super abundance right now, you know? The cup is overflow. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really speak good old English. But I do speak seance. Everybody, I started a seance show and I sent it to Julie and what she thought. Julie, can you share your experience? I loved it. I thought that I was like, if I could have 40 minutes of this every morning, I think I would actually become a better person. 40 minutes? The clips I sent you were like one minute and a half. I want more is what I'm saying. Welcome to Seance Tuesdays with Rachel. I just found this flute CD that I bought at the dump store months ago. And now I'm feeling called to use this voice whenever it plays in the background. I also got a voice memo from this bitch Lucero and she invited me to a seance next week. And I thought, Probably not, but I could do my own seance this morning as I'm driving to old man Jeans, 96 years old, and still breathing and moving and thinking and speaking. It's raining outside. I'm driving my electric light blue car. There's a rat in my trunk. It's the third one that I've caught this week. I'm gonna relocate it to Hilo. How do you find yourself this morning? Go deep within. What kind of rat is in your trunk? What kind of rain is falling on your windshield? I look to the left and I see ambulance and a fire truck blocking the road. I'm glad I'm going the other way. Happy Tuesday, bitches. Because I like it. 
And you know how like some people can appreciate having like one chip or being like, mm, I just wanted a taste. Not me. I want to be flat. I want that to slap me yeah, in the face. I'm the same way. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm like, I I'm want like, the inside. I want the outside. I want every side. Yeah. I want everything that every side is connected to. Bubba Gump. Do you guys yeah. remember Bubba Gump? If you haven't seen Forrest Gump, please do yourself a favor and see it because it'll change your life. And I'm referencing uh-huh. Bubba Gump who can list like millions of shrimps. I can just keep oh, yeah. going with, okay, I'm getting really loud because i'm getting very excited and i'm trying to contain my excitement normal. <laughs> be your true self rachel we already know that you're excited Come in. show us I who you are <laughs> I they might get excited too <laughs> bitch imagine the world everybody excited can you imagine <laughs> We love being miserable. The second that I walk into yeah. the room, things change. People enjoy things. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying, connections within connections. I feel like I have understanding around some vulnerabilities that you shared around respect and disrespect and communication mm-hmm. of honesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would like to share mine. Do you want to know Ansel or do you want to know Harry? Because these are the two stories. Dun, dun. Backwards alphabetical order, Henry first. Harry, but Henry, Harry. will work. <laughs> okay. And this was a very vulnerable thing for me to say because I just said what I wanted. I like want to have Harry as a teacher to fire tend these sweat lodges. You know, I watch the way that he works with fire and I know that I am to work with fire. And don't get me wrong. I don't need a human to teach me. The fire can teach me just as well. I've spent a lot of time around fire and with fire and making fire and like tending fire. And I'm a good fucking fire tender. So here I am pretty soft spoken at the sweats. Like I'm there to just like pray and just to like honor the ritual and to like release, you know. And basically, I say that to him. I'm like, so I want to be a student. I want to learn fire tending from you. Like, how can I do that? What needs to be done? How do I begin? And he was really into it. It's such a good feeling to have that kind of honesty, going after what Mm -hmm. you want, saying what you want, saying what you need. You know, with Ansel, it was me saying like, I need you to leave. I need my own space. Your energy, Mm -hmm. my energy, we're not connecting. This is like life draining. You got to go, you know, like that's a hard conversation. That's an honest conversation. But like, I could feel myself really empowered when I had that conversation with him. But then I could Mm -hmm. see myself like running back to my conditioning of like, I mean, but I want you to feel comfortable. Like you don't have to go till Thursday. When in my mind, I'm like, and in my heart, you needed to be gone yesterday, man. You needed to be gone yesterday. Just dragging, you know? But then I could see myself being like, no, but I want you to be comfortable. But, you know, and I don't want you to think your energy is heavy. Like these things were also out of my mouth, like as responses to what he was saying. But my entire self was like, can't breathe. You know, like there was an element of like suffocation and just like, I need my own space. What did he do? Well, and that's the thing. I don't think he did anything. Ansel's a nice guy, but nice guy. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. It's like there needs to be life-giving energy around me or you have to go. I am not going to be Uh, defeated. It's fucking energy budget, bitch. 100%. Cue the energy budget. Whoever, whatever is living off my light energy, run that back. Get your own. I'm emotionally gifted, so I must guard that gift with wisdom and firmness. My openness is emotionally generous. I must be watchful. I'm seeing who are and aren't skilled to receive. I receive what others' blind spots are, teaching me about budgeting my energy and setting the boundaries. 
I have the right to tell people what they don't want to hear in the name of setting them boundaries. I also want to exhaust myself on people who ain't listening. I'm done with people pleasing and the attachment to make everyone happy with me. I won't share like how I used to share. I people, people wiser. I know now people pleasing isn't love, but it is fear. That building uh, was like a fucking ATM machine where I was like, I would walk in the room and he would just cash me out and I'd be like, where the fuck did he get that energy? Some people are like that, dude. It's crazy. Like they don't even try to be that way, but uh, they just suck the soul out of you. I knew a girl like that, you know, and she was super bubbly, super happy, like very sweet person, tried to give a lot of love, but was sure. just, just sucked soul out of you yeah like well and you know what though he's not the only character at play there's also my energetic field and taurus you know <laughs> like my days when i come home and it's like if you're gonna try to connect with me you're gonna have to like do really fucking good because right now i've got like this entire orb around me that is just charged you know like i've been in the city i've had different interactions like my sensitivities are like heightened all I need mm-hmm. to do is like curl up in myself. Like everybody else, get away. I got no more energy budget. I'm spent for mm-hmm. the day. So the boundaries, the communication, the honesty, like these are two stories to me that I felt very empowered in both of them equally. That respect for self, you know, it was like, okay, bitch, we're doing good. We respect ourselves. You know, like we're asking for what we yeah. need and we're asking for what we want. Okay. Way to grow up. Good job. I don't... I don't want to say it's, no, it is hard. It is hard and a little bit scary sometimes to like have to tell someone that they need to leave your space because we're so, I don't know, people pleasy, I guess what it would be, what it boils I don't know what the fear is. The fear is what? Them thinking that we are, are we afraid of misrepresenting ourselves? Are we afraid of them thinking yeah, something sure. of like, us? I'm not a, like, I love welcoming people. I love hosting people. That was one of my first fears that I expressed to him. I have a lot of concern about not being able to host people and people not feeling welcome because I've been offered and extended so much kindness in that way, in mm-hmm. that regard. And I want that reciprocity. Mm-hmm. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I also have a standard. Another thing that happened over the past two weeks, I think in my past life slash even in this life, I'm like a madame. Ooh. I'm the protector slash the like agent for bitches. Okay. So if you know anybody in this space life. <laughs> <laughs> anybody for what? <laughs> Depends on what kind of work you want to do. I'm an agent and a protector. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to so say. if I know some- Whatever kind of work you're into, whatever kind of anything you're into, we can market that. That's marketable. Um, I think we did good. (laughs) What's happening in the sky? (laughs) That's good. Okay, so in the sky, the sun is in the constellation of Aries. Moon is actually in the constellation of Libra. Mercury and Venus are also in the constellations of Aries, constellation of Aries. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mars is in Gemini. Happy Gemini, Rachel. And yeah. uh, Mars is there. We activated. <laughs> That's right. And uh, rising, if this moon were a baby, would be in. Da, 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 da. What is it? Scorpio. Okay, this is a good baby. I would like this baby. I think I like this baby. Virgo, Virgo. It's in Virgo. Sorry, I'm a liar. I still like. I just wrote not as much as Scorpios, but I love me some Virgo. I know. Okay, so we got a lot of activity in Aries. 
Uh, outer mm-hmm. planets are still in Aquarius and something else. Capricorn. Yeah, Vicky's going to do Wait, that right. one of them changes soon. We will now inform you of the planetary position of the outer planets. Saturn is in the constellation of Capricorn. Uranus is in the constellation of Aries. Neptune is in the constellation of Aquarius. Also, Jupiter recently moved into the constellation of Aquarius. Pluto is in the constellation of Sagittarius. The outer planets move significantly slower than the inner planets, and will stay in these constellations for some time. Dude, speaking of Aquarius, I have been making tons of friends. Because my window won't roll up, I'm not driving nearly as much. I'm finding other people that are driving, going in the same direction, and I get a ride with them. And what happens in that ride? We become friends. I'm making a bunch of friends, guys. That's awesome. That's how I know Jupiter's coming to Aquarius, because that shit's my MC. My life job is to make friends, and I do a pretty good job of it. Julie and I have only met three times, you guys. We're about to meet four times. We're great friends. I don't know. I got to meet your mom first. Okay. Is the Cardinal your mom's mom or your dad's mom? My mom's mom. And when is mom's birthday? Uh, May 26th. Do you want me to show up as a singing telegram to the door? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Do you want me to get a costume? Like what do I need to be dressed as? What kind of song is it going to be? I mean, it's going to be a variation of happy birthday. Okay. What else? I like the variation of happy birthday and let's do either wizard or chicken. What about a chizzard? Even better. All right. Does she, she know about me at all? Um, yeah, she does. Okay. But she doesn't know I'm on. We're serious, island. Rachel. Wait, wait, wait. I hold told on. Her about but, <laughs> but hold on. But does she know like where I live? Does mm-hmm. she know what I do? Mm, I don't think I've told her what you do. Okay. Do I just said my friend. you told what I do? <laughs> No. And that's my favorite thing about you is that I don't know any of the things that friends should know. I know the deeper things. <laughs> Wait, like what? What else don't you know about me? Because I want it to be like super general. <laughs> what I look like. I don't know your middle name. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know anything about your family except for that you have a sister and some nieces or nephews. Nieces. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely don't know your favorite color. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you do. <laughs> Don't know your like sexual orientation. Don't know, like, I don't know any of these things. I don't care. Just all the good stuff. I'm hitting all the good stuff. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's you true, could be right? like you could be a meth dealer. You could be a hitman. You could be sure. CIA. You could yeah. be anything. And I'm like yeah. whatever. Right. Waitress, yoga teacher, mm-hmm. uh, clerk, accountant, mm-hmm. lawyer, doctor, mm-hmm. teacher. Mm-hmm. But as yep. I mentioned before, I'm a madame. Hit the space line, 707-780-2266. Thank you. Thank you for your business. We've got Joyce in the house. we got some mm-hmm. sage. Yeah.
full moon is upon us and so we ask for some guidance and insight from the Voyager Tarot deck. I'm asking for some themes surrounding this moon, specifically the week leading up to it, the actual day and night of the moon itself, and the week after the moon. Before compassion, the week before the moon, which is the three of wands, the moon itself, the sun, major arcana 19, and after the inventor, man of crystals. Looking at this card and thinking of the week before, there's a monarch on somebody's right pointer finger with a rainbow in the background. There's a mudra with a hand that's placing its middle finger on top of the thumb, and it's like a bronze statue. There's a pink rose in full bloom. There's birds in flight at like, it looks to be dusk. There's another sky scene, blue with white clouds and another flower, maybe like an orchid kind in the top. Mm. And then mm. a fire palm, like the right palm is on fire with mm. like a, a spot point in the middle of it. And the sun seems to be setting. And wands signifies the spirit. Three is a very sacred number. I think Easter was pretty recently, and so I definitely get a lot of Christ vibes from this card. Thinking back over this past week, I think compassion was definitely called for, for myself and the process that I'm undergoing at all times and the journey I'm on. And for the moon, the sun, 19 is a very special number to me. I see the hair on here. I see a couple on a beach at like sunset with lava in the background. Mm. A lot of wealth and riches and gold coins. Um, it looks like maybe Ra or Osiris, some Egyptian god. And like the face of this god is the center of a sunflower that has a monarch in it. So both of these cards share the monarch. Mm -hmm. Both of these cards share the sun. Mm -hmm. There was the sunset in compassion. And in this one, it seems to just be the sun itself. There's also poppies. Um, there's also like ecstasy, a person in ecstasy at the bottom, maybe in dance. Um, a fish is also visible. And then the night sky, the cosmos. And full moon and sun, I mean, they're opposites. And I definitely am excited about this full moon. 
I feel like the full moon is always a completion and when you think of the full moon you want to go six months back if you can think of things that you were seeding for they're in their fruiting they're in their harvest they're in their fruition now and the week after the man of crystals the inventor there's a lot of like technology in this card there's a lot of crystals kind of a skyscraper building there's what looks to be like some spirals and light and a satellite and the man of crystals crystals represents the mind so an inventor i think going into the new moon is time to seed so i think whatever is illuminated by the sun on the full moon, by the light on the full moon, by the inner light on the full moon. It's an opportunity and an invitation to like seed, like use that and create a new invention, write a new story leading up to the new moon. Compassion, sun, inventor. Space Court. Space Court. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.